miracles give you clues, but they don't, yeah, they don't give you a plan. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that's <laughs> where it's like, when you have to be able and willing. So I like to call triggers clues yeah, because those are sense. clues about where does your next stretch need to come. Get ready to receive your miracle. Whether you desire a miracle in your finances, relationships, or purpose, you'll find guidance here. Miracle Minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith, manifestation, and miracles. These conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self. I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose. Now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. What's up, friends? So we are bringing you a special episode. And when I say we, my friend and guest of the show, Annabelle Vizcara, we are at my house in Austin, Texas. She was supposed to leave this morning on her flight, but we have been snowed in. I have been in this ice storm where literally yesterday we got stuck in ice driving up a subtle hill. <laughs> I was like, should we call AAA? But luckily we got momentum and it worked out, but it's been pretty bad. So now she's here until Thursday and we made dinner tonight and we started talking and trying to business coach the kids <laughs> into starting online businesses. And we thought, you know what? We can't keep wasting our time. They're not hearing us. They're not ready needed, to take action. We needed an outlet. So the yeah. divine had other plans for yes. us. I wasn't supposed to head back. I'm supposed to be here this <laughs> evening to record this awesome message. Because like Nicole said, the kids were just not having it. And we... Yeah. Uh, well, also, we planted seeds for them. They're 14 and 15. So you know what? I don't blame them that this doesn't all make sense. But here's what I know. Some of you are listening to this podcast and you are ripe and ready to take the action. You are just like so ready to start making money online. And that's what our conversation was really about tonight. Yes. Yeah. So I'm happy to be here. Thanks. Yes. So it's fun. So just to give you a little context so you understand, we are in my office. We have a blanket on us because it's, I don't know, probably 15 degrees outside. And everything is like just a little bit colder. Pablo keeps kind of scratching on the door every once in a while. So you may hear that the girls are having their dinner in the living room and we are just feeling really called to share this message. So speaking of what we were talking about, we were talking about how in this time, in this age, things are so different because it doesn't matter what you've been trained in, in school. It doesn't matter what job you've always done. It doesn't matter about your so-called skill set that you may have known it on your resume because now the things that you may enjoy that you would never ever put on your resume that may have never come up on a job interview are actually indicators of what you could make millions on yes. online. And one of the things we were saying too was 
how, you know, right now, the way that the energy is in the world, like we could look at it and it's like falling apart. Yeah. But the beauty of when things fall apart is that it opens up cracks of opportunity for those that are willing and able to see it. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're inspired and you know, like, I'm going to make this challenge an opportunity. That's exactly what you're going to get. Yes. And that's the thing of this time is having that willingness to be a visionary, because the thing is we all have vision, but we all don't have the same vision. So it's having the courage to learn and pull yourself away from the vision that may have been corporate America or the vision of how you grew up in school or the vision of what your partner's doing or what your best friend's doing and cultivating, like, this is what I'm interested in. How could I bring this forth into the world? So that was a fun conversation. We were kind of, we were doing this thing with my daughter Chanel that made me have this feeling of how when I used to coach my friends back in the day and they would get mad at me. <laughs> so we were like, Chanel, we literally created a whole business plan for her. <laughs> and she was just being silent and was kind of annoyed with us. Well, she was receiving it, but you could tell she just, she wasn't like, oh my God, tell me the next step. <laughs> but we, we were so ready for the next step. So we were like pulling up, we're like you can make a calendar and you can do this and do that. And then that's what we thought to bring this here for you. So I want to remind you before we go any further of a few things. Number one, Miracle Week is coming up. So when you're listening to this, I want you to mark your calendars and I want you to save it. And I want you to go to that link in the, in the show notes for Miracle Week, because March 1st through 5th, we're gonna be talking about all the ways where you can make more money, revolutionize your relationship to money, change the way that you look at your current money reality, and just overall have fun when it comes to money. So I want you to do that. And the other thing I want you to do is just open your mind, because as you're receiving this information, you may have no idea about a business, you may have no idea about how to do things differently, but just let it kind of seep in and do the work on you because we're just talking about how to open up to create a whole new reality as it pertains to your purpose, your gifts, your money. So, and about yes. what else, where do you want to take this? Well, you know, <laughs> one of the things I was thinking about as you were sharing that is you remember us having dinner that it, it was, uh, what it was 2019, right before 2020. And I was, you know, we were sitting where down, we, at we were where at that we? dinner that, uh, that really cute place in LA that we went to where they had the best bread ever, the cheese bread. Oh, um, Alabetta. Okay, yes. so we were sitting there and we're talking about like how we're about to do all these things. And, yeah. and then we start talking about, they, I started telling you, I feel like this is the decade of miracles. Like that's yes. how it's been coming forward for me. You know, it's gonna be miracles. And I was so excited about it, right? And I was actually not that excited. Like <laughs> Annabelle was so freaking excited about 2020. And I was just like, I don't know why I just can't get into. It wasn't like I was dismal about it, but I wasn't energy. Like Annabelle's like, I've been preparing my whole life for this year. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't know why I can't tap into that feeling. <laughs> Yeah, but, <laughs> but and, now I see why, because it's right. like your kind of thing. Yes, and one of the things was like, you know, it obviously, you know, when you think of like the decade of miracles or like just how it was coming across for me, it, it felt like all this like shimmery, feel good stuff, right? Yeah. But I should know better than that. Yeah, like, especially with the work they the do. Right, like it's, yeah. it's like, but that's what's underneath there. It's like when you're able to see that, okay, the world's about to fall apart. Everything's about to change as we know it. And for me, it's coming across as miracles. 
is because what we're tapping, what we can tap into is actually like the light information and opportunity mm -hmm. that is below that. It's yeah. like a birth, like just yeah, like a birth. Rebirth. Like it's like a, well, know, for us, some of you, it may feel more like a rebirth of something new that's emerging that is miraculous because a miracle means it's never been done. It's not familiar. It's something unknown that becomes known or supernatural, however you want to call it. Yes. And it's like, a, it's a new way of seeing life. Because yeah. if you think about it, when you're in the womb, like you're as a, as a baby, like you don't know this other life that awaits you, yeah. but then you see like, there's this tunnel that you're moving through and it's like pushing you and contracting you out. And you're like, what the heck is going yeah. on? And you know? Sometimes feels like you're going to die. Yeah. And it's confusing. <laughs> like, but then yeah. once you come out, it's like this, you're coming out into a whole new world of possibility and, yeah. and, an opportunity for you to actualize your True. gifts yeah. so it's like this is what we're in it like if we're in the birth, we're in the birth canal of yeah. what is possible for our lives and that's how i like to look at it it's like life is giving me an opportunity to just let go of all these old systems and structures that i've known up until now yeah and to know that there's so many businesses ideas opportunities being created right now that we don't even know about you know, so it's like, what is that? Like, for me, what do I want that to look like moving forward? Mm -hmm. You know, and then once you commit to that, it's like what we were telling Chanel. Yeah, we had a whole like, business plan. You have this create, you open up like this creative window where now like this creativity can come and stream in, even speaking into our own businesses. How yeah. do we do it? It's like, we yeah. begin to work at something and we know that the name's gonna come forward. Yes. We know like the people that we want and that are gonna come forward. But it's really trusting that, like with our, that yeah. this is seeing every challenge as like, this is a challenge on the face, the face of it, but behind it, there's an opportunity that if I have like that um, consistency, like that belief in it. And the willingness. The willingness, yeah. like what can, what can that look like? Yes. That's like, exciting. That's it. That's that is exciting. And I like, because Emma brought that up, but it just was funny because I thought of her on uh, New Year's Eve. 2019 to 2020 and she was like oh, i've been prepping for this i'm excited and chanel and i were going to like i don't know santa monica pier and i was just i was going to celebrate for the fact that it was a new year but i just wasn't feeling all the things but you know what's funny is i actually went through my own rebirth in that time period february to march of 2020 because i just went into a huge pivot which is where i went to more into like this niche of miracles money miracle miracle vision miracle method where i was just owning more of like what i loved more and more but the thing that's funny is i would say before like miracles i'm not just going to talk about miracles but it was this big pivot but i think of 2020 as a year of pivot things didn't work things are closing down plans are not happening as you wanted we can go into brat mode we can go into victim mode or we can go into infinite source and supply. I know there's a solution. I know I can ask a new question. And the interesting thing is when we were talking to the girls just now, to Chanel, we were like, all right, well, we can look at just this Valentine's gift. And if we were going to make this into a business, how would we move forward? Mm -hmm. And that's such an interesting thing to bring up. And what we brought up <laughs> was I told Chanel, and I'll share it with you all now, that the first thing I remember hearing back in the day when I was just, you know, selling insurance and going to these like women's moms groups and networking and i wasn't there for the intention of teaching me how to grow my unique business based on my authentic self creativity. yeah creativity <laughs> i was trying to look for women to sell life insurance to 
But as life, you know, shows you different things and plants different seeds, there was a question that was asked there. And it was something along the lines of where do you spend your money? Where do you spend your time? How can that show you like basically what you can build a business on? And I want you to take a moment and think about that. Where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your energy? And notice what comes natural to you. And Annabelle, you said some things on this too. What was your input on that earlier? Or anything coming to mind? Well, it was also like, what where do you spend your money on? Yeah. You know, I think that that kind of tells us like, where do we naturally go to be like, oh, I'm going to spend my money on this. It's an investment Mm -hmm. because it's not just spending. It's like, where are we? Right. There's there's an indication here. Yeah. Like your focus is going there because you're putting your money there. So your focus and attention is going there. So that's just interesting because you think of it as a natural life. You may not even think of it as all. Like we may just be like, oh, my money. Like that's what I, I like to buy books about crystals or I like to buy books about working out. I like to buy books about, I don't about know, cooking, Mary Magdalene. About, yes, <laughs> about you know? cooking, about yeah. just like these things. Like what Home are those, decor. what are those things that you do that are natural to you and that you can start to look at in a different way. And then all, another thing that we discussed tonight with Chanel, you know, because this is, our, yeah, this is dedicated you know, to Chanel. Was one of the things is like, you could have all these different ideas. You know, you could have all these things that it's like, I want to do that. But if I, if I, I like these different things. If I choose one thing that I'm saying no to all these other ones. And that's, that's a, a good point. That's a, something that I feel a lot of creatives, a lot of us struggle with. I know that's been a struggle for me where it's like, if I choose this, then unconsciously, because it's not even conscious, unconsciously, I feel like I'm saying no to all these exciting things. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Because when you're creative, and first of all, as a woman, we're just multi-dimensional beings, you know, we're multifaceted. So there's these, all these areas of interest, but it's like, what, what is there for you and accessible right now? How can you harness that? And that's naturally going to take you to the next step, which is probably going to use the skills that you learned in what you're in now. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of, that's something that I've learned for myself and my clients that is, is really cool because sometimes we think like we limit ourselves in that thinking, like yeah. saying yes to something means that I'm kind of shutting off everything else, which it really isn't when you're in the flow of life it always comes back around in its divine time. And that's how you make space for the unknown to show up. Like you can't plan everything that's going to happen in your life. So if you take the best next step, (laughs) then, you know, you let life show you, but I can think of a multiple ways that showed up in my life. Like it's like, I want to be a New York Times bestseller. So does that mean I should never publish my own book and just wait like a bratty, like, just gonna wait until I get my book deal or no. complain about how it's not for you yeah because x yeah because it's not on your timeline it doesn't look the way you think it should look it's like look if you know there's something that could benefit others and that it feels like an expression that wants to come through you whether you just want to share a message that is going to simply inspire people if you have a message that you think will help people have a better day why would you withhold that? Because it doesn't look like the way that you think it should look at the highest expression of that. Maybe you're 10 in your business or you're 20 in your business. Start in day one because there's money to be made, but you don't always know in that first day or that first year. You just have to show up and be consistent with it. 
the consistency. And that's one of the things I love about like miracles, right? Because I think that miracles is a word that some people associate with this like disembodied like way fairy of being, tale like fairy or like woo woo thing. I hate the word, but I I feel <laughs> like truly grounded miracles are grounded magic. It's magic that requires you to show up and be available for it. And that's how you receive it. Yeah. Because if you're just sitting that. around and not doing what it takes for you to become available for that miracle, that miracle is not going to go to you. No. And then you're going to sit there and say how miracles are unreal. Yeah. But really, it's more like that self-responsibility yeah. and accountability to become available for them. Like you're taking the steps that you need in your physical reality so that spirit can step in and take the steps that it needs. Yes. And both of you in union create that Cue embodied magic. Cue my song. <laughs> Meet me halfway. Because that's what the universe is saying. This song. This is what the universe is saying to us. Meet me halfway. Like, I can't go any further than this. If you can't step into your gifts right now, you're going to miss out. Yes. Like, you're going to miss out. And, and I that, love that. And that's the same thing in any healthy relationship. Yes. In any healthy relationship, it's like, meet me halfway. Like, I'm yes. not going to just pour myself empty into you, and you're not going to pour yourself empty into me. We both have to be willing yes. to do what it takes so that it, the magic can happen. Yes. And it's the same thing with the universal principles of magic. Yeah, and that's why I like this whole idea of grounded magic. And the thing is, it's here because it's we- <laughs> the jinkies. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love this because it's like, you also will feel when you've gone too far in that. Like we were talking to the girls and I was feeling like this. I was like, I'm at this space and stage in my life where I'm very mindful of when it feels like I'm over giving. She, she literally <laughs> said, what no, she literally said, girls, that's enough. I need to reserve my energy for my clients because they're paying me. They're paying me. <laughs> you're not, and you're not receptive. Yes. I was like, well, because really good boundaries. <laughs> and not because look at any given time, if someone that's very close to me is like, I'm ready for this and I want your help. They have it. Absolutely. But there's a feeling inside, like in my belly and in my chest, I feel it when it goes to the point of where I'm trying to pull them and there's not that meeting me halfway. And this is what it reminds me of. And some of you that are on your like beginning stages or maybe in that first two years of recognizing that you are a healer, a guide, a teacher, a mentor, where you may be telling the people around you that there's something better for them. There's something out there for them trying to help them solve their problems and they're not even though they're praying about it or they're saying they want more money, or they're saying they're ready for that new relationship. When you talk to them, there's a sense in your body that says we're overextending. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Because that's where I, I'm not available for that anymore yeah. <laughs> with my own child, which I love, but even with my friends, anybody, even with clients. So that's why even the way I charge matches up to that. Yes. And that's me so, halfway. Yes. <laughs> and it's so important too, because that's one of the things I learned in my own journey with, with my work is that it's not for everyone. Right. Yes. And, and when you don't have those boundaries of knowing and tuning into like, who is being receptive of this, you will turn that around and make it about yourself. You will say, my work's not good enough. I did my that. work is, you know, let me change it to fit someone else. Nobody cares about this. Nobody wants Nobody this. Wants wants this but it's because you're speaking to the wrong person exactly. and the only way you're going to find that right person 
is when you're able to distinguish like this person's not being receptive they're not ready for this and you're gonna now make room for someone who is available yes. for it again now i know the podcast title meet me the halfway <laughs> right but it's like, like it is and, as, and especially as women i feel like we have that sense in our in our gut in our womb you know yeah. i talk about this like our womb knowing of when someone is being receptive, but we don't trust our intuition, we don't trust like our knowing yeah. about that. So we keep pushing. And then that's when we become like overbearing or nagging. Yeah, naggy, because we're bitchy. talking to the wrong person about it. <laughs> this brings us to our morning conversation. <laughs> Why clients love bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, before we go there, I want to say like, this brings up a really good point of what Annabelle just said, because one of the people that I like really consider a great teacher in my life, in multiple ways there was a negative moment my friend sean mm-hmm. like we were Bless we had this yeah no i love him yeah. and he has taught me so much about money and i think about what would sean say about this yeah. when i think of big money decisions and all this stuff but there was a time we were talking in a cab <laughs> and we were partying he didn't know this version of me that wanted to come out and be a life coach <laughs> and he was telling me these problems and, and it was like he was complaining about this woman and i was saying things and he was like so tired this life coach bullshit like he was mad at me and i remember being like this was in the beginning stages of this and i didn't understand the energetic boundaries of like he wasn't asking for a solution he wasn't asking for me to be his coach Coach. or his like you know problem solver he was sharing because he wanted to be seen or held or supported in that way and i was trying to get in there and and demonstrate all the things I just learned in a book or something, you know, and it wasn't fully embodied. But the thing that's interesting now is now that it is embodied, I'm like, this is worth a lot of money. And when I'm with my friends, I just want to be a friend. (laughs) So it was really interesting when we talk about all these things where like, then I was trying to push it and I was trying, and it was coming across as naggy. And I think that Shaw was probably sick of my ass because I was doing that so much in that phase. And then as I learned more, that conversation stuck with me and I learned to say, do you want my feedback or do you want me to just listen or are you open to hearing what I'm seeing? Like I've learned to have those boundaries. So yes, that's awesome. And on the other end of that, cause I feel like, you know, there's always a paradox. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm on the, I was on the other end of that where it was like, everyone wanted me to meet me for coffee. Oh. Everyone wanted like, <laughs> let's go for yeah. a walk, you know, and I'm over here like, okay, super available. And then by the time I was done with that, I wasn't available for the people who really needed but that. So, but they wanted, but this thing just to yeah. clarify, mm-hmm. they wanted to go to coffee because they wanted your free advice. Yes, yeah. exactly. They, they knew that I was going to listen. And then what kind of got me was like, wait, first of all, we're supposed to be friends, but it seems like you're doing all the talking and getting all that, like you're dumping your emotional stuff yeah. on me. And I wasn't, it wasn't even like, how are you doing? You know, yeah, like, like an equal exchange pouring and receiving. So, and- so I think like, you know, that's another thing to look at is like how, like when we are in friendships, there has to be boundaries are such an important thing. And yeah. again, back to that, meet me halfway. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. what are we engaging in we have to be clear about the intent as well yeah. you know and it's just noticing how you feel with certain people and you can always bring that up um this comes up a lot in my miracle worker method where there's a lot of coaches come in they're realizing like well some friends when i'm around them actually feel drained after yeah. and if all your friends like annabelle sharing like where you would get with women and they realize 
Like, well, when I get with Annabelle, Annabelle just like lifts my spirits and she. I feel lighter. She reminds me, she retells me what to do. And after that, I'm ready to take on all my things. That should be a mutual exchange. And if you realize when you're going around some group of friends or one person that you feel depleted and they're like, I am so ready to take on my like day, there's that's an indicator. Like, you look at it, just look at it and see what it means for you. But I think this is an interesting thing. And, um, for me and my friends, we were so used to just party, letting go, and not caring about nothing, YOLO life, that that was like a different extreme. But it was a beautiful lesson because obviously I really cared about that friend. Mm-hmm. And because I cared about them and noticed that like as I grew, I started to, to see that. And then of course, like what Annabelle's saying, you start to notice like even in any relationship, does this feel like it's activating me, amplifying me? Do I feel inspired? Do I want to go hide in hibernation because I can't deal with people because I'm drained. So back to why clients love bitches. (laughs) (laughs) What did we get into this conversation? Was this story making breakfast? Yes. We had a whole day in the house. So we're trapped (laughs) in the house, which is not normal for me. Yeah. So we were, were, because we're talking about integrity. We're talking about money and and being nice. Yeah. Or being nice, being nice, nice. but being also just clear. Yes. So and also it. why people come to us. Yeah. You know, it's like why people come to you. Like, because I, I think I was sharing with you, you know, with the situation that you were sharing with yeah. me. And I was saying to you, you know, whenever I have studied under someone, like I never go to them because I think they're going to be so nice oh. and they're going to be, you know, and just <laughs> let me get, yeah. I want someone who's going to hold me accountable and who's going to help me get to the next level because I'm serious about like what I yeah. want, that I want to grow and heal and whatever it is. Absolutely. So that's kind of where we yeah. started, like when we're too nice. And, and also because I'm talking about this is that I offer payment options in all my programs right now. And before I would not offer payment options. I would tell everyone that you had to have everything paid off before the program ended. But these days with my uh, 12-week program and with my six-week program, I'm offering pretty extended payment options. I'm offering uh, even 12-month payment options. And I do that in the case that I'm thinking this with this mindset is that I'm giving people the opportunity to do something that I've done, which is you may not have the cash up front, but you want to do the growth. You want to have access to the community. You want to have access to the teachings and that you're willing to be integrity with your word and your payment option. But what we were talking about this morning is how I literally have had a very impeccable payment agreement with all the, I don't know, probably like a hundred and some women that have joined in all my programs or maybe a handful of women that have either paid delayed or something. So we're just talking about that. And I was saying how I started off being very compassionate, like, well, I'm, I'm a single mom and I know what it's like to not have money. But then I'm talking about women. Um, there's a teacher that I know that when I was late on the payment, this is back in the story that I told you all, you may know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention names, but the story where I just finally got my own place after living in my friend's guest room, I didn't have a couch. I decided to sign up for a program and this was $500 paid every two weeks. I was late on the second payment. I was late by three days. Late day one, I was removed from the program. Now, I wasn't upset like, bitch. I was like, well, damn, I was due this day. I understand. It should have been paid. But me, fast forward to like when I start my payment plans, I'm like, well, I'm feeling for them. But then I have to start saying like, this isn't personal. This isn't about agreements. This is about energetic clarity. 
And money loves to come into homes and bank accounts and places where there's no money static. And no money static means that there's no guilt, resentment, shame, fear, lack. So we were having this whole conversation. I was like, you know what? It's like that book I used to read back in the day, Why Men Love Bitches. <laughs> Why clients love bitches. You're not a bitch in either of the books, if one was a book or not. But like, you're not a, you're not a bitch in either. It's just about being more like a man, really. Well, and it was like the the clarity, right, that you have, because I think that nowadays, you know, a, I mean, a woman is labeled a bitch when she's assertive. When she's clear. You know, when yeah. she's clear about what she wants, it's like, oh, wow, you're being this way, you know? So <laughs> I think there's a whole thing around that word totally. itself. But, you know, it is about that integrity. It's like when you're clear with this, and this is what I was telling you, is like, I feel like people come to you because they're like, I want to get right with money or with whatever it is. So yeah. it is kind of, a, it is a responsibility as a facilitator to hold them to a certain standard yeah. because that's why they're coming to you anyway. Yeah, you know? whether you're conscious of it or not. Yes, even unconsciously, like that's what's taking you there. And so it's going to trigger all these things of like, well, I'm late with my payments or I can yeah. hold it off or, you know, and then you start noticing all the thing shame. about money and how much she charges. It could be any other things. Absolutely. And it shows up in any way. We're, we're yeah. talking about money right now. Right. But even yeah. like with me, like, I feel like it, there's, you know, we're such a, I feel I'm getting a sense of this now, even as we're talking about, like, we're such a paradox. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like we're both ends of the experience. But for me, I went into an apprenticeship where I actually didn't have the money for it, but I applied for a scholarship and I got it. But I, I had the commitment. And see, that's a big thing in my work where I'm like, yeah. you have to be committed. Like there has to be this level of devotion to yourself that not that it whatever comes you're gonna go through it yeah you know and it's the same thing it's like so people will come like oh but you know i'm feeling this even though it's a fear based thing they're yeah. like i'm feeling that and the thing is at the beginning you can't we all talk about this whole like trusting yourself that's such a slippery slope because yeah there's a lot is, of distinctions on there yeah because there's at the beginning when you begin your journey there's so many filters there's so many belief systems that you're not even aware about that this is why you go to people that can bring awareness to that yeah. you know but it's it's like what it, again back to like it's not about being a bitch it's about being so grounded in your own work and having that clarity that you can invite others into that alignment yeah and then that can feel triggering for people yeah. you know and i think that's a good conversation to have is that triggers you and trusting yourself but are you trusting your lower self or your higher self? Because I could say, well, my I, I'm tuning in right now and this doesn't feel alignment for me, so I'm not gonna do this. But if I'm really gonna be clear and then tune into that devotion, I would say like there's self-love and devotion is beyond that. Because self-love can feel very based on your limited thoughts, perceptions, and plans where devotion is more about spirit's plan for you, the mm -hmm. ultimate plan, the fullest expression. And when you guys are thinking about this and thinking about your vision, your plans, are you stretching yourself a little bit? Because some of these things that we're saying can bump up against what you think is possible to what is really possible. And is it creating, is it, is it stretching you into a new best version of yourself? Yes. Or is it creating a same excuse to remain where you are? Because yes, that's, that's, that's and, key. and that's the thing that it's like, 
am I just making up, like, am I just putting new language to the same old belief system that I have so that I can keep yeah. myself safe? Or am I actually stretching to like, yeah. if I actually come into integrity with this, this is what it's going to create for me. And that's becoming available for miracles because that's, that's when you're clearing yes. all the density, all the BS, which we're going to talk about tomorrow in your thing. Yes, we're doing Annabelle's teaching in my Miracle Vision Mastermind. About your light body, right? Yeah, it's like light body activation, Christ consciousness, all that stuff for entrepreneurs. Miracle realms. Yeah, miracle realm. But that's what you keep saying this one thing. You keep talking about... I, I forget what the one thing I was thinking. You That's said why earlier. it's so important. We kept saying this at dinner. At dinner, we're cooking dinner. We're talking to the kids, and we're like, "Wait, wait, there's something here." Because when someone's talking, you want to be fully present for them. So I'm not going to hang on to what it was. But I will say this: that Annabelle keeps bringing up this miracle thing. The meet me halfway. This theme is coming up. And what I know is this: you're never going to know the how of a miracle. Never, not ever. It's not in your comprehension because it's never happened before. Yes. It's never happened before. And if it's never happened before, you must surrender to the challenge, the obstacle, the not knowing. And all those triggers that come up, at some point you have to ask, is this trigger to be attached to it, to keep being connected to the story, to hang on to it and carry it? Will that serve me? as my identity or could I work through this and ask what's the highest version of me that's emerging through this and let life meet you halfway there because that's when the opportunity the invitation the next best way shows up absolutely and it's like miracles give you clues but they don't yeah they don't give you a plan yeah you know? so it's like that's <laughs> where it's like when you have to be able and willing so i like to call triggers clues yeah because those are sense. clues about where does your next stretch need to come where do you have to go it's kind of like a garden like where yeah. do you have to go to pay attention to it yes an invitation and that's what miracles are an invitation to the divine you can say yes you can say no yeah like that is your free will <laughs> yeah and you say this a lot living in the mystery yes and that's like the mystery doesn't always feel good and like annabelle was saying in the beginning like this fairy tale woo woo whatever of what we think miracles are which is like it's just gonna feel good it's gonna be sparkly it's gonna be these things yes. actually for me it doesn't often feel like that it feels <laughs> like damn i keep getting this nudge there must be something here do i have the courage and willingness to lean into that and explore what it is. Yeah. And more often than not, there always is a clearing, meaning that there's gonna be some discomfort, some crying, some releasing, some letting go of what I thought something was and making space for what's real now to come through. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's for like everything, money, friendships, business, everything. It's everything just life. In life. Everything in life is always in a, in a shedding and renewing you know, thing yeah. like fertility. It's like it's yeah, you're it's fertile constantly. <laughs> yes, you are fertile, and yeah. you're also menstruating. Yeah. You know, it's like a constant. And as women, we know that our bodies know that they're yeah. attuned to this every month. Like there is a releasing, and there's also a receiving. There's a releasing yeah. and a receiving. The the ebb and flow of life. Yeah. You can't skip any of those parts. And I know people try to with like the birth control that says no period or four periods a year, but like it's not healthy. So even for you. If you're always like, I just want only miracles. I never want to shed an identity. I never want to like release any parts of who I am. That's not the way it works. 
And for some of you that are asking for questions around purpose, business, money, which is where I like to play because here's why. It's not because I'm a greedy, materialistic bitch, but it's because <laughs> I always say this, this is not aggressive for this podcast. <laughs> I always say this, but it's not because of that. It's because I understand how good it feels to have options. Like, you know, my niece is here and I love that I can book a trip for all of us. Yes. Flights, hotel, not give a damn about any of it. Annabelle is coming and I'm like, Annabelle always has gifted me and done so much for me. I'm going to get us a room. Like none of it matters because I built my life this way because I decided I deserve to be rich and I want you to be rich. But what you're currently doing, the job, the way you're looking at your life, the way you're utilizing your skills and energy may not be the method or the avenue to get you there. So why we even did this podcast, I want a whole other direction, which is where life took (laughs) it. And that's a miracle. But it's because I want you to start asking questions and realize that your path to millions and to be enriched energetically, emotionally, in relationships and tribe and all the things, it's all here right beneath your nose because it's so close to you that you don't even realize it. Yes. And it's it's the, the invitation, right? Meet me halfway. Like, girl, I'm, I'm inviting you into another way of seeing life, of viewing life, of experiencing life. We get to choose what experience we want to have. And yes, and of course, you know, we have situations that are beyond our control or that are abusive. And, I, and I'm not speaking yes. to that. I'm speaking but to there's the a way norm. to ask how to get out of that too. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying if you have that, go beyond that. I'm saying that start where you are. Yes, absolutely. And that there is a, there's always a, a doorway somewhere in that as dark as the room may seem, there's always that hidden door latch, you know, that can be accessible and that can be there if you're willing to see it. And if you're willing to ask for it and you're willing to do what it takes to walk through it. Yes. And if you have read my book or if you watch any of my stuff that, you know, I wouldn't tell you to do this stuff from a fairy tale privileged place. I share this because I know what it's like to be on welfare, waiting for that little check to come through so you can buy your kid the food that they need for the month and being in that level of victim. Because be, even when I was there, that wasn't my ultimate reality. But from my perception and what I knew life to be, that was where I found myself. But what I know is that if you're open to the things that we're saying and you're willing to understand that life is here, you want to call it God, you want to call it, as Annabelle says, the womb. I was like, (laughs) I don't refer to God or the universe's womb, but that's okay because I learned that today about Annabelle. Whatever you want to call it, you can call it. And there's a call and response relationship that we can have with it. And when you declare, I am willing versus I am stuck. I am willing versus I don't know. I am willing versus I am broke. I am willing versus I don't, I'm not going to be able to live. Things change. And all I'm asking is to be willing to meet life halfway. Yes. (laughs) What else do you want to add on this? Anything? I would just, you know, I would just add as you were referencing, like you're not, your life experience has been so different. It's like for me, I am the daughter of in, of immigrant parents, you know, who work the fields. I myself work the fields picking grapes. Wow, I didn't summer. know that. Yes, I did. You know, but one of the things that I knew early on is that one, I had a connection with God, with source. 
and two, that I could create whatever I wanted for myself, but I had to do the work. And I was never afraid of doing the work. And that's what I started. Now, mind you, I went the wrong way first, which is why life gave me a really beautiful humbling, you know, and allowed me a second opportunity to go deeper. And that's the whole thing what you're saying about when we do the work, it's not always going to feel good. At the beginning, you know, you're kind of like, oh, the spiritual way is a better way because you think about peace and love and, and superiority. Yes, yeah. but you know, there's a deeper work that has to be done that is uncomfortable and that doesn't always look good. But beyond that, once you do walk through that, there's this great opening that allows you to, it feeds your soul and it's like, yes, I'm going to keep going. Yes, yes. I'm going to keep showing up. The breadcrumbs. The breadcrumbs that life gives you. If the, you're clues the, the clues of miracles. The clues of miracles. Miracles of clues. clues. But you have to meet life halfway. So if the clue comes through and you say, no, nah, that clue's not for me, you stay energetically where you've been in consciousness. Or you can have that faith, have that trust, and be willing to. But this is the thing I, I want to circle back to just what we we're going to say in the beginning. So we went a lot of ways to clients love bitches and basically every person, everything in life from dogs that my dogs have very little structure to us. We like structure. We like structure as much as we like flow and we love faith as much as we love like knowing, you know, and there's a combination of all of the above. And you need to give that to yourself, but also knowing that if you are not getting your needs met, and if you look at your life and you honestly say that the money that's coming in is not going to end, the trajectory does not look like this is going to take me the lifestyle that is what I dream of in this lifetime. If you look at your relationship and you're seeing that, damn, my man just keeps showing up or my woman keeps showing up every year and just completely forgets our anniversary or doesn't deliver on my birthday or isn't thoughtful. And I feel like I'm always over giving. There's clues there for you. And at any given time, you can say that this trajectory doesn't look like it's added up to where I want to go. And free will is a very real thing. And I think that in spiritual women always forget there is divine timing. The divine timing is when you get the insight. But free will is always going to be there. So you have to step forward and you have to start doing the things. So this is, I, I don't know what sign, I'm actually curious, what is the information that landed for you? We've covered a lot of things. We just wanted to come here and share from our hearts. These are the kind of conversations we have covered in blankets <laughs> and drinking coffee all day, right? Like this is what, what we have, but we got to share it here with you all. But I, I want to know, share it on your Instagram. Stop right now. Take a screenshot. What did you need to hear? What was the thing that you need to hear? Because here's what I believe. I believe that you were listening. You were asking a question. You were praying about something. There's something that you need to know that made me say, stop. We need to go record a podcast on this. Absolutely. Because like the collective is asking and you're prayers and thoughts have organizing power. You ask the question, the infinite organizes for you. You ask a question, the infinite organize a snowstorm so that yes. they could be in this moment together having this conversation. Yes. I told, I told my, my girls, right? My daughter and my niece, I said, you know what? I know that we're probably bugging you all. But there's people that would pay to be in the kitchen with us. Like, this is great. 
pay. You know, there's people that pay. There's people that pay, but kitchen usually you don't end up in the kitchen with us drinking wine, cooking dinner, spaghetti squash casserole. Dinner. Yes. <laughs> but here's the thing: you never know. One day we could create this Italian retreat. But the thing I want to just impart to you is that we are not special. We're really not. And I, Annabelle, we both have direct access to source just as you do. You have to believe you do. And the, I think the difference is that we both invested so much time, energy, willingness, opening our heart, crying the tears, paying the money. We've done all the things to make ourselves available to it and to unlearn everything that keeps us from it. And there's still a ton of unlearning on my end, but that's the only thing. So be willing meet life halfway because life has such secrets that you will be awed and wowed and like wow yes. <laughs> if you only you, knew yeah <laughs> if you think about it like we only really have access to five percent of our brains like we don't even know no. what like we can hand that that grace and that beauty to god to say surprise me surprise like, me better than like, i imagine show me what i am if i am made in the image of you as yeah. i am often told then what is impossible for me nothing yes. because with god with this womb consciousness anything is possible yes i love that i just i love that feeling of like there's so much more for us right here right now than we can even understand comprehend or maybe even ask for but what if we started asking for it and Wondering. expecting it yes <laughs> and expecting it and just asking like what if this stuff that nicole and annabelle were talking about actually is real yeah what if i allow myself to go beyond what i think is possible and do the work that is presented to me to show up for that like, next best step like like keep it simple next best step i'm inspired to read that book read it i'm inspired to take that course take it i'm inspired to spend that money do it i'm inspired to like cut off this relationship cut it off what if you just stop thinking you know what's best at your surface and started yes. asking spirit to show you through those nudges those feelings that that deeper knowing that's emerging from the person that you're meant to be I'm curious. I just keep saying so, yes, and yes, and yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> when you say life, when you say yes, life says yes. So friends, we're going to leave this at this. I I want to invite you to again share this with someone. I I also want to remind you this. I know I say this often, but it's so true that there's people that need these messages. Whether it's this one, whether it's another podcast, whether it's a video you're going to watch on YouTube later, that never underestimate the power of you sharing something with someone you love, that there's something there for them. Because we get these nudges that, wow, that reminds me of my friend. There's Annabelle, I share stuff with you all the time. <laughs> I'm like to the point of like, this probably annoy you, but watch this. Because if I think that it could add value or enrich someone's life or change their perception on how they could make more money, how they could view themselves, how they can help someone else, I would never not share it circulating in this way is a way to activate your abundance. So take this moment and share this with a woman in your life that perhaps could benefit from being inspired to meet the universe halfway, or also rethink the way that they're living life. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is it. Let's show up and act like it and honor this preciousness with all that we have. All right, friends. So do that. And I will see you in miracle week. Can't wait to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so rich. We're going to be saying all the yeses with dollar signs <laughs> and um, it's going to be so much fun. So I'll see you there. See you. Bye friends. <laughs> I can't go anywhere.
more time just thinking, thinking, thinking about you. Every single day, guess I'm really missing, missing you. And all those things we used to, used to, used to, used to do. Hey girl, what's up? It used to, used to be just me and you. I spend my time just thinking, thinking, thinking about you. Every single day, guess I'm really missing, missing you. And all those things we used to, used to, used to do. Hey girl, what's up? Girl? What's up? Can what's you up? Meet what's me up? Halfway, right?